0: Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I am excited to be here with you today. I don't do episodes like this all too often where I read something to you, but that's what we're going to do today. Um, I'm going to read to you a post that I made in July of 2022 while I was home building the van. Uh, Most of the post will give you context, so I'm not going to preface it all that much. However, It came up in my Facebook memories and I read it and I resonate with so much of it and I've grown. So I'm going to read it to you and then I'm actually going to jam out a little bit after and share some of the growth and share some of the newer thoughts that I've had, but also how timeless this is and that I felt like turning it into a podcast because of some of the realizations I had along my sobriety journey and my healing journey, learning to rest and take great care of myself. So without further ado, this post is from July 2022. I have no idea if what I'm about to share will make sense, but it is a string of randomly associated thoughts that I've been streaming through my head lately. This is centered around sobriety, but may venture off a bit too. I simply used decision to become sober, and I have made that same decision every minute since February 13th, 2020. At any single moment, I could choose the alternative and have a drink or a smoke. Any day I could wake up and choose to use. It would be right at the end of my fingertips in pretty much any fridge I open, any bar I walk into, or any cooler I open. There's really nothing standing between me and oblivion. It's not illegal. There's nothing stopping me from getting blackout any and every day of the week. There's no one stopping me from it. Quite the opposite. There's an abundance of options and temptations. Luckily, the harder part of sobriety is over. People stopped offering me drugs and alcohol after about a year. They know I am sober and they accept that. This is where I may veer off a little bit. I want to say what I want to say, and I also want to control how people read and hear what I say. Part of life, not just sobriety, is surrendering control about how people perceive you. I cannot possibly edit these words enough to micromanage what people will make of them, and yet, they still wanted to come through me for a post. This share has been brewing within me for a few days now. I have never sat down to channel them, and instead of journaling this morning, Spirit urged me to get in the bath. I did some mirror work in the bath, and this thought stream came rushing through yet again. Except this time, I knew it was time to write it out. Throughout my sobriety, I have been in the presence of weed and alcohol many times and have no cravings for it. I have been around people, places, and situations that involve substances and have not felt a craving to partake. Side note, I'm going to riff for a second. I just want to say that if you're around me in person and you're drinking or smoking or partaking in whatever it is you do, I just want to say that it's not something that triggers me. I'm very comfortable with it. And, um, you know, I know that people have been super respectful of my sobriety journey. And I want to say that I respect everybody's journey and that I am totally okay with being in the presence of alcohol and things of that nature. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're around me, not to... Um, Adjust or anything of that nature. I think it's really important to, it's been really important for me to share in that way. Okay, back to the reading. (laughs) This trip to Whiting is different, and this is where I want to control you. I don't want people thinking I'm talking shit about Whiting or assuming that I think I am above this place. And for reference, those of you who don't know me or where I'm from, this is my hometown. I don't want people to take my words out of context and reorganize them or omit some to create a different message. Again, I cannot control that, and as an author of two handfuls of books, I have had to give up my desire to control this long ago. I have not let this desire stop me from sharing authentically so far, and here I am, showing you my hand. I am visiting home for the longest time in five years. I am here for six months and fully submersed in life in Whiting. Concerts, social events, hosting events, volunteering, being volunteered, casinos, shows, shows, Parties, gatherings, holidays, festivals, parades, and more. There's something to do and someone to see every single day of the week. It's not about the people, places, or things. I am realizing it's about the pace. To go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next without a breath makes me want to take a drink. It makes me consider hitting the bowl to calm down before heading straight into the next thing. I started drinking coffee again to keep up. In fact, this was written in 2022, and it's 2023, and I have yet again got back on coffee. (laughs) I drank two pops, yes, pop, where I'm from, this weekend after two months without it. I would mainline anything that would keep me looking awake and engaged, and that has started to scare me. Not scare me truly because I trust myself, but it's got me taking the time to write about it. It means I am overriding my nervous system and living in a constant state of dysregulation something that I have spent years balancing out. I am realizing that a younger version of myself knew no other life, but she was tired and she needed rest too, but just drank and smoked the struggle away. I moved away in 2017 and it took me until 2019 to deeply decompress from a life of sprinting. Now, I feel that sprinting pace all around me and I feel the tightness and tiredness within and without. I feel like I am constantly behind and hustling and rushing and moving and jumping. The oddity is that I want to be able to keep up. I know that is what had me pounding vodka Red Bulls in my 20s going from a 9 to 5, which was really a 7 to 7 plus weekends, and then trying to have a personal and social life. I want to visit who I want to visit. I want to host the events and participate in others. I want to build my new van home before the snow strikes. I want to attend the million amazing things that Whiting has to offer. I want it all and more. And I also want rest. I want to breathe and sleep and lay and ponder and take long baths and write and meditate and dance and eat and sing and all the other beautiful slow things I enjoy. I have noticed that when I start to do the slow things, the fast voice in my head starts talking major shit about how much time we are wasting and how everyone is out there doing everything and we better hurry before we miss out. No fucking wonder I drank and smoked. I am a genuinely kind woman with a big heart trying to figure out how to have it all and be it all because I'm not even including the fact that I have an entire virtual community all over the world that I love being with and showing up for. I am trying to figure out how to love my whiting life while the enormous world filled with endless possibilities calls my name. I am trying to remain present anywhere I am while there are a million things to do and enjoy. There is a lot of good news and gratitude wrapped up in this message too. I was driving home from a pierogi fest beer garden meeting yesterday. Yes, I will be helping run the beer garden. Isn't it all too funny? At least I think so. I was reminiscing on how this festival was my favorite weekend in Whiting for most of my life. I could see my 22-year-old self in my van passenger seat talking about all the fun that will be had, all the people we will see, and all the silliness that will ensue. Instead of feeling tired, run down, stressed out, or fearful, I let myself feel excited with her. I put the thought of substances aside for a moment and thought exclusively about the excitement. It caused another cool thought stream about the new baseline I am operating at in life. I am building a full-time travel van to tour the country and spending the best time of the year in my hometown to do it. I am making great connections and reconnections. I am visiting and participating and spending quality time with folks I love. I am sharing more parts of my new life with the people who have known me for most of it. I am seeing my city with sober eyes. I am hearing my hometown with sober ears. I am visiting my people with a sober heart. And no matter how fast I want to go, I will stay sober and honor the pace within. I will include my self-care and spiritual practices in the go, go, go of life here at home, and I will expand my capacity to love it all. It has stretched me in new ways, but I am committed to a stretchy life and I am always grateful for the opportunity to grow. And of course, I will always be living a life I love. Hmm, so that's the reading and it really felt worth it to read it to you, to come to you and bring it as a podcast episode because there's so much packed into that reading. There's so much packed into it about my journey, the sobriety, the evolution of leaving my hometown, becoming a world traveler, particularly traveling the U.S. quite a bit, uh, seeing other cultures, having other experiences. And for me, the most monumental and very personal part of this is slowing down, deconditioning the hustle and work hard and grind it out mentality that I internalized that I grew up with. And this isn't to assign any fault. And I, I think that's what's important to me is this isn't to shame. This isn't to make anybody or anything or any place wrong. It's just I, I noticed it didn't work for me. I noticed that my body was in a state of crisis a lot of the time because I wasn't getting an appropriate amount of rest. And, and to learn to respect that for myself and what, I, what my needs are changed the game. It changed the game in my uh, satisfaction with life, my appreciation in life, my productivity, actually, uh, my results, my ability to manifest and design a life that I truly, deeply love. And I think what's interesting about that last statement is that I think if you look at me at any point in life you would mostly see that I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a a great time and and the best time. And so I think sometimes people become confused about um, me expressing any sort of dissatisfaction with any season of my life. And that something I know about myself is I'm going to make the most of what I've got. And I'm going to find deep appreciation in all of it. And so I can have gratitude for every season and phase and every identity I've been through and also have a lot of room for growth. And in the last six months to a year, I've been working the 12-step ACA, adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. And that's not to even say anything bad about my family. It's that it's a really powerful um, program especially as a person, a sober person who does may not resonate with another 12-step program, uh, this is a great one to look at my own dysfunction. And so it's been so powerful. And I bring that up because when I got chemically sober... I learned and noticed my emotional addictions, my mental addictions, which are catastrophizing or anxiety, ruminating, um, fear, spending, or, you know, money management in general. So there were other addictions that I got to take a look at and heal. And so as I read this, in my Facebook memories, I, I really wanted to do this one-year revisitation of it and with you because I still agree like pace, the pace of life is very important to me because I find peace in the slowness, in intentionality, in savoring moments and that speed, urgency, exhilaration in the form of chaos Um, really steals away some of the richness for me and that I value that and that when I'm overriding my nervous system, which I just talked a little bit about in in some recent episodes around emotional endurance and emotional recovery, emotional intelligence, that we need to be able to listen to our bodies and what our bodies need to... Be regulated enough to be present in life. And I have adjusted and I, not me actively adjusting, but my desires, my passions, my interests have been shifting as I've, my priorities have been shifting as I've grown and healed. A lot of the dysfunction within me, as I've done inner child work and satisfied that inner child, I've spent time seeing her and hearing her and loving her and nurturing her, and giving her her needs. That the there's a, a internal sense of urgency that it's like a it's like the dial was just turned so far down, and it's been so deeply satisfying to not feel that, to not have that. And sure, it's memorized. It's I could turn it on in an instant if I wanted to. I could go back. We all have that option to go back to a, a numb state, but we really can't unlearn, unsee, unhear, unfeel, unknow certain things about ourselves. Even if we get off track, we can always come back and I hope that's a reminder. You know, I love to remind people you can always come back no matter how far you stray or perhaps how distracted you get. So this is a little bit of encouragement. It's a little bit of personal relationship I want to share with you. I love sharing my personal journey and I love to encourage you um, if you're on a sobriety journey, keep going. If not, all good. But look at the pace of life and ask yourself if you're really happy with it. I think... This could activate argument, but I love to offer people the perspective that what seems so important is not, what seems so urgent is not, what seems so real is not, and that you can change it. You can shift a lot of things in your life to create a life you are satisfied with, fulfilled by, and one that isn't killing you. You know, I think of stress and anxiety. I think of the urgency. I know how important things seemed to me before and how real that urgency was and my obligations and things of that nature. And we put a lot on ourselves that isn't put on us by others. We perceive expectations or, or people do put things on us, but we don't have to take them on. And so I'm planting that seed of possibility within you, offering it, putting it on the table for you to pick up or leave. Uh, but that really there is an option of how busy you are, of how overwhelmed you are, of how anxious you are, of how much you have on your plate. And um, I just want to encourage you and send you lots of love in, in whatever season that you're in, that life can be at a different pace and it can bring you a lot of peace. And I'm speaking from years of work and dedication and commitment to that belief to encourage you that life can be so deeply satisfying, so rich and delicious. And from the other side of the work, that it's not pretty, that it tears you apart, you will be unrecognizable on the other side of it, I promise you that much, and that it's always worth it. And so if this encourages you, if this excites you, if this speaks to you, if this upsets you, <laughs> you can reach out, you can email me, abigail at heartsunleash.com is a very direct way or social media, DM me, message me, whatever. But if if it's your time, if it's your time to make these really serious shifts of deconditioning Whatever it is that you grew up believing and you want to prioritize other things, you want to prioritize your health, your well being, your abundance, I'm happy to help. It's what I've dedicated my life to. It's what brings me true joy. I love the work I do so much. I love showing up for this podcast so much. And so I love to share transformation through my transformation. And so the Hearts Unleashed podcast, Turning Dreamers into Doers, it comes from within, it comes from here. And then I share it with you. And so thank you for being on my journey with me. I love you so much. Thank you for being here and listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.